I was looking for my soul. DJ Chauncey Dundridge gave it back to me. Hi, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you are listening to Talk Sax with Dick. Welcome to today's episode. I'm going to just start out by just going through a few things, and then uh, we're going to dive into some questions that listeners have been writing in in this quarantine spirit so you know uh living in new york it's very 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 it's scary uh there's lots of people who are sick and you know it can feel like we are in a state of not being able to kind of connect with the people that we love and you know, not being able to connect with those whom, you know, we care about and our life is, feels like it's on pause right now. And, uh, lots of people are experiencing feelings of isolation and depression. And, you know, it's important that to understand that this is temporary. I think I, just read an article that uh, Wuhan, China, uh, they were in quarantine for about 77 days. And I think that we, I think I counted my calendar, we're on 25 or maybe 26. I don't know. I kind of lost, lost sight of the days here. So, you know, it's really important that but we cannot connect with people physically that, you know, we try to maintain stability in our lives during this time. It can feel very just isolating for a lot of, a lot of folks out there. So I want to encourage you just to know that you're not, you're not alone and lots of people are experiencing this, you know, uh, some of the things that I've just been trying to remind myself is that this is temporary. And I think, you know, when we can wait, if we can kind of think of it in terms of, you know, we're a little almost halfway through this situation, that there's some things that we can do. And part of those things are to establish kind of normalcy, 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 normalcy. I've never, is it normalcy or normalcy? Whichever you choose to use. You know, it's important that you understand that, you know, routine, routine, routine is probably one of the most important things. I think this also helps us to consider why, how we change our relationship with our jobs. You know, there's lots of people out there who they are unemployed right now. Uh, money is tight and it can just feel very isolating for those who are just feeling like they don't, they can't, 
you know, really be a part of the world that they once lived. And, you know, that's perfectly okay. Uh, you know, as what I've been saying to a lot of my patients is that, you know, we're just going to give space to those feelings and we're going to just be present for what it is that we do and are feeling. It can feel very overwhelming and isolating. And it just feels like, uh, you know, I've never called so many people in my life just to check in on them. People have reached out to me that might not have reached out to me. You know, it's um, difficult when, you know, it's a little bit easier when you live in a place maybe like back home in good old Indiana where, you know, you're in a great space that you have, you know, distance and you're able to maybe take a drive out in the in the good old Oldsmobile. I used to have a minivan. I think it was an Oldsmobile. And just to be able to kind of normalize that life. But it can feel just even isolating. I know my parents have been in isolation and I've just been trying to stay you know, connected with them. This, uh, this is really, this is, uh, you know, for Passover, Easter, it's, uh, a time when people get together and celebrate their, you know, their traditions of faith and, or a mosque, whatever, Ramadan is coming up. And it's just, it can be a time of social isolation. And I encourage you to know that this is almost over. There's things that I'm doing and I want to share, you know, every Saturday night, me and my friends, we get together and uh, we host a movie night, whether that's Netflix or, you know, we do it virtually. Uh, the other day I was walking down the street, taking a little walk. And uh, I said to my partner, I said, do you want to go see a movie tonight? And he's like, yeah. And then he realized the movie theaters are closed. So... It's important, folks, that we maintain as much normalcy, but also allow this to be a time to understand. I hope that maybe, you know, for me, uh, if you're sick, stay home, uh, especially after this, you know, people are getting sick. You know, I think I'm not, I don't work for the CDC, and I'm not a professional, you know, uh, microbiologist or disease control specialist, but, you know, based on other countries and looking at patterns and the data, I think that we're probably going to be in this situation uh, until uh, the end of May, early June. So if it gets nice outside, there's no reason to run outside. If you need to go outside, we can start experiencing a lot of anxiety in this time and uh, people are feeling very lonely. So it's important. Just make sure that you're getting into nor your regular schedule. Uh, it's a little difficult. The gym's right around the corner, but they're not open. Starbucks is right around the corner. They're not open. Dunkin' Donuts, I think, is closed. You know, it's important. Uh, different people have different levels of comfort, you know. Um, make sure you're washing those hands. And also, if you don't have a mask, there is this company. That it's called Two Old Hippies. And uh, we ordered some bandanas. And they sent this really nice note 
in and I wonder if I have it here. I'm going to look real quick. I don't think I do. But they just said thank you for supporting their business. It's called Two Old Hippies. And I think Two Old Hippies, you know, run it. Uh, so, yeah. It's, you know, let's just try to allow ourselves to, if you need a bandana, that's great. Support your local community and local businesses. They're really struggling right now. Uh, therapy, I would say, is important. Uh, you know, it's important to, especially in this time, it's just important to sometimes not connecting with a friend uh, or connecting with somebody that we love. Uh, you know, but sometimes it's just to be able to get an outside perspective if you're in the New York area and are needing somebody to talk to. Uh, I've thought about running some groups um, at a very discounted price. And if you're interested in that, please feel free to to uh, just a support group for people to keep us focused and to keep us aware of what's going on, you know, as this thing has happened, you know, my job involves me talking to people all day and uh, my partner's job, he is talking to people too. And we are had to move some things around. The bedroom is my office when I have session and he's in the living room, but we've just really, you know, the other day I was feeling very just sad and upset about, you know, just what's going on. The people that are, are passing away, the people that are impacted. And, uh, my partner just uh, turned to me and he's like, um, I'm happy that I have somebody like you to spend this, this time with. So I'm very, you know, uh, all the best couples, uh, they fight and, uh, you know, they can get into arguments, but, you know, it's important to realize sometimes we take out our frustrations on those we, we love, uh, because they're the person that is around us. So if you're experiencing frustration to know that you are not alone, lots of people are experiencing it. We tried to go on some walks. We have, you know, uh, we ordered those bandanas, but we also have some, uh, some uh, mask that I got on the uh, black market. But, uh, you know, uh, we reuse those, right? We have one that we, we have two. We reuse those, but just make sure you call, reach out to the, those who uh, you love. Uh, so that's what's going on in my gray world. Mm, probably very similar to what is going on in your world. Uh, but, you know, it's just important. Uh, if you don't have to go out, don't. Uh, if you need to take a walk, make sure you're... And let me tell you, some people just don't really understand the concept of social distancing. You know, this is the thing. If we stay in our homes and we kind of let this thing, wait this thing out, uh, it can be a really good, good thing, you know. But... I like to encourage people to use this time and take this time and just uh, use this time to your benefit. Uh, if you're struggling financially, to know that you're not alone. Everybody has been hit financially by this situation. But, you know, as long as our basic needs are being met, that's what ultimately matters. So I'm going to encourage you uh, to just connect with people. I think that's the most important thing. 
It's really hard, uh, but I hope this will also help us change our behavior and the way that we're experiencing things and experiencing the way that we view our world. So, uh, yeah, so that is what is happening here in my world. Um, so I have been getting some, you know, people are home asking questions and I have a few I want to share with those around us. Um, so the first one says, Dr. Dick, as you know, we are in quarantine and I've been struggling in my marriage. I thought about ending it after this is over, but the thing is, is that it's so deep. We own property together, have two children, and I'm just unsure where to begin. Divorces are messy, and I don't know, and I don't want my children to be impacted. And any advice you have is greatly appreciated, considering divorce in Brooklyn. All right, so considering divorce in Brooklyn, let me take a drink here. Um, so as I like to kind of inform my... Uh, I'm doing a psycho education on what's happening. Um, and I'm going to give this, I don't like to call it advice, but just a little nibbit of a uh, little nibble of what happens in my uh, experience when I'm working with couples. Uh, so I do family and divorce mediation. Uh, people will say, that's really weird that you do marriage and couples therapy, sex therapy, and you also do divorce, family and divorce mediation. Uh, the reality is, is that there are so many people out there who get married and they divorce and they choose to divorce. And before I started doing my training, I was sitting there and uh, I was sitting there and Somebody was talking about family and divorce mediation, and I always thought you had to go to court and go through judges, and it had to be messy, but I realized that that's not the case. Uh, some people, a lot of people that are, you know, they're starting to get into thinking about this as an alternative to divorce, and so, you know, what that is is... Uh, you, you know, you never have to step foot in a courtroom and that can feel overwhelming for a lot of people. It's also, that's a lot cheaper than because you're not hiring independent attorneys, uh, to do that. Uh, and it's, you're making decisions together. You know, we go into it. A lot of couples struggle because of either something infidelities occur something they just didn't know how to they never learned how to effectively communicate together and uh, whatever the reason is. Um, sometimes it's sexual. And so one of the things that I would encourage you considering divorce in Brooklyn is uh, not to do anything right now because there's nothing really that you can do. Now, if there's uh, inner partner violence also known as domestic violence. That's uh, concerning, but doesn't sound like that's happening here. Uh, and yes, divorce is messy. Uh, 
and no, we don't want your children to be impacted by the divorce. And it's important to know that they will be impacted, but there is a way to, to be impacted less by the, by divorce. And, uh, you know, I would, uh, sit down and this is a great time to sit and talk about it. You know, if you want to end your marriage, there is an option, uh, and whether you choose to use divorce mediation, but I've seen couples come in very conflicted. And then what happens is, is that they, uh, they learn to, to realize that, especially when you have children, you're going to be connected for the next 19, 21, 35, 45 years. As long as that child is in your life, you are connected. And I would encourage you to sit and just have a, maybe have a conversation with your spouse and to say, you know, is this what we both want? And uh, some people come into divorce mediation and I'll say, you know, is, are both people in agreement about it? And generally, they'll both know that it's time. But you have to ask yourself, is it the situation, the circumstance? You know, there's multiple things to consider when going through uh, a divorce. And no, it doesn't have to be messy. Lots of people think that it becomes a war to win, and it's not a war to win. It's, it, there's lots of really great things out there that people can uh, look to and to know that just because, you know, we don't love each other anymore doesn't mean you still have children and uh yeah so if you're you know you're in the the new york area and uh you know i'm doing sessions divorce mediation sessions by tele you know teletherapy uh or through a program uh and that allows couples to meet uh you know but it may just I use mediation even with my couples uh, who are in therapy. How do we fight? How do we argue? You know, so if you're interested in that, please contact me. You can also, uh, if you're not for the folks back home in Indiana, you can also just search in uh, family and divorce mediator in that good old search box called Google, and uh, it will pop. Uh, you can also email me and I can, uh, I can, uh, help you, uh, find, maybe find somebody. So, yeah. Next listener, feeling isolated in Chicago, right? Uh, before social distancing, I went out on a date with this guy. He's absolutely adorable. But now, because of the pandemic, we are not allowed to see each other. He suggests that he wants to come over, but I'm petrified of contracting COVID. Mm. Well, that's a real concern. Uh, contracting, it's very, you know, uh, it's not just you know, young people. I don't know how old you are, but... Uh, it's just not, uh, young people or old, older adults, those who are seasoned in the business of life. It's also impacting children and people that are twenties and thirties. So 
you know, uh, my recommendation is this. Um, if they like you and you like them, you can use this time to get to know one another. Uh, Google Hangouts is a great place. You can also use uh, this wonderful thing that has been invented if you have an iPhone called FaceTime. Um, but I would ask, I would say to them, you know, it's kind of like uh, Romeo and Juliet. It's like being in a long-distance relationship. You know, I was in a long-distance relationship for about eight months before my partner. We met here in the lovely New York City. And... Uh, and uh, we did long distance. We had dates, virtual dates. Those are always fun. Where we'd cook the same thing. And uh, we'd spend time together, lots of time. But it was very difficult because they were in Los Angeles and I was here in New York City. And so that was a little difficult, right? Because they were all the way three hours behind so when it was six o'clock there it was nine o'clock here and then by the time they got home it was 11 o'clock in the evening and we'd stay up until two and I was just exhausted but if uh sounds like this person you met them in R-I-L in real life um and if you did you're on the same time same time schedule and uh i would just encourage you that you know it's an it's it's important right so i would just in, encourage you that maybe it's time you should be petrified of uh catching covid uh it's important so there's also you know just uh things that you can do but to know as i said when i started this episode that um yeah it's gonna be over and uh this will just make that love percolate so i would just uh you know they and this can help you you know just using using the resources that we have so i hope that helped you feeling isolated in chicago another user another user another listener wrote in wanting to hook up in san francisco i love doing a little sing sing they wrote this pandemic is something else i used to go to the bathhouses but now they are closed and i'm wondering if it's still okay to hook up on grinder or places like scruff but i'm scared i've heard some rumors that people on prep are protected from the virus do you think it's okay that if i find someone to hook up with and we both wear masks during sex that we that i will be protected in addition to being on prep Wanting to hook up in San Francisco. Okay, so um, I just want to want to stop this right here. No judgment. No judgment. If you want to go to the the bathhouse, and some people do, you know. Uh, if you listen to episode, I'm just trying to find it right now. Episode twenty with Damon Jacobs. 
you know, uh, we talk about the spread of HIV and how to have, you know, engaging in practices that are safer for you, right? Uh, but it really sounds like uh, you're, uh, you're feeling a little frisky. So, and there is a Facebook group. It's called Prep Facts, Rethinking HIV. Um, and you can go on there. And, but they also, you know, people have been posting questions about, you know, being able to prep and fighting, uh, fighting, uh, COVID and protecting people from COVID. Okay, so let's just stop right there. There is nothing right now uh, that can protect people from COVID. So I would not rely on rumors. I would rely on facts. And I'm not here to tell you what you should or shouldn't do, but I think it's important that uh, you question what's uh, happening there and uh you know if you're wanting to go out and hook up you, you know you are your own agent but also you know people are dying and the reality is uh i don't know about you but here the majority of cases where people are dying is here in new york city and so and also new jersey but all the way over uh, in uh, the great state of California in San Francisco. You know, I believe that's probably wearing a mask both together. But, you know, if uh, I'm wondering if they've hooked up with you or they're willing to hook up with you, who else are they uh, hooking up with? something to really consider when we're looking at, you know, our own health. This is no game to play with, right? It does not discriminate. A mask, really, I mean, it's so confusing. I'm wearing the mask, but I don't think I would put my, put my, you know, put my eggs in that Easter basket. I, I wouldn't do that. I, I wouldn't advise that. You know, no shame, but this is about your health. And, uh, you know, there's other ways to bring this in. So, you know, some guys, and I am proud of many of my gays, they have said no to the hooking up. But, you know, lots of people are using this thing called technology. And you can use technology. Maybe it's uh, using that Google number if you want to remain more anonymous. But just be careful who's on the other end, right? Especially if you're working in a job and you have a kind of reputation to maintain, right? But as uh, Taylor Swift, Swifty, you know, she did a whole album called Reputation. But that's a, a side point, and I digress. But I just uh, I want to encourage you to maybe kind of reconsider this and to know that we're all doing our part. People want to get out. It's actually very normal. And, you know, it, it has been reported. You know, people are getting, they feel hornier when they're locked up inside, right? When they're locked up in their apartment. 
And I don't know what your situation is in San Francisco, but here it is. We are sitting in the, you know, the streets are generally fuller. People are walking around. And when you're, you know, that's why people want to, you know, release that tension. So I would say that don't, first, I would not recommend putting your, putting your, assumption and what the science doesn't back up, right? Uh, even though people in our administration uh, do not understand the thing about science because apparently, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the malaria drug that's being pushed right now by our president, it's really dangerous because uh, it came out that he has some uh, invested interest in that drug. And, uh, well, that drug may work. Uh, it's important to know that uh, there's no science or studies to back that up. So there's different ways to itch, scratch that itch. And I would just encourage you as you're sitting there thinking about it that to kind of just take a stop and to say, you know, many people are dying from this virus. And so uh, it's... It's important that we remain aware of what's going on. So I hope that helps. So wanted to hook up in San Francisco. Just hold on for a little bit longer. Those bathhouses will open up. And oh, just in psychoeducation, some folks out there don't know what a bathhouse is. So bathhouses back, there's this really good um book. It's called Gay New York, and it talks about the bathhouses. I read it back when I was an undergraduate. Um, and lots of people used to use those. It used to be a place where people would go, and uh, it was a safe place. It wasn't just a hookup spot, but now people are able to kind of use things like grinder and scruff or chappy or whatever it is. Uh, and so let's not judge until you've, you know, if you have more questions, feel free to, you know, message me and I will, uh, I'll be, I'll feel, I'll be more than happy to chat with you, so. Not out, the next listener, not out in Rhode Island, writes, I live in a small town, and because of the social distancing, I haven't been able to see my friends. I'm gay, and I'm not out to my parents. My mother is overbearing. My father, he's not the best person to be around. And I have no privacy. I share a room with my brother. I'm feeling depressed and isolated. I just don't know how long I can take this. Uh, not out in Rhode Island. All right. So... Sounds like, uh, I'm assuming that this listener is a younger teenager, right? Um, I'm going to say, you know what, we're all going through this and we're all in it together. And when we live with our parents, uh, you know, I grew up in a big household, uh, two brothers, two sisters. We didn't have a lot of uh, privacy in our home. And, um, you know, uh, it's... It is very, very, very important to know that we're that what you're experiencing, a lot of people out there are experiencing. And uh, 
I don't know about the resources in Rhode Island, but, you know, New York, we have a lot of resources. And I pulled up this special resource for you today. You know, uh, lots of people are feeling isolated. And lots of people are feeling like maybe, especially with financial things, there is uh, the Trevor Project. And it is specifically for you. And they have a 24-hour hotline. The number is 1-866-488-7386. Again, that's 1-866-488-7386. They have a website called The Trevor Project. And I would encourage you uh, not out in Rhode Island to know that there are people there that care about you and it's very important to know that you are not alone in this and we're all I experience my own isolation it's hard when you are living with your parents and you're not out and if you don't have privacy it can feel difficult to be your true authentic self and I just want to encourage you right now to know that you're not alone. I'm going to say that over and over and over, over again. And, uh, you know, people are feeling at risk for things like suicide. Um, people are at risk, uh, for, you know, wanting to connect for, for putting their health at risk because they want to connect with folks out there. So I would encourage you, you know, just to take it day by day, you know, and it's easy to start feeling anxious. But for you in Rhode Island to know that we're uh, really kind of uh, all struggling here. And uh, your parents, unless they're essential workers, probably are home all the time and they're overbearing. And I'm sorry that your father is not a person that's uh, to be around but also I want to let you know you know my dad he used to be I love my dad very much absolutely great guy but when we were growing up my dad uh, didn't have a lot of tolerance and sometimes you know uh, my dad I felt like I couldn't relate to him and I wonder, you know, if there's what's going on right now. I'm not sure of your situation as you didn't mention it. But a lot of people are out of work right now. And I wonder if there's some stresses that he's also facing. You know, people aren't able to pay their mortgages. They're not able to pay their rent. They're not able to really connect uh, with what is happening in their world. And uh, that makes it extremely difficult so I want to encourage you just to know that uh, there are people here that are here to support you and uh, it can feel very overwhelming and at times I find myself overwhelmed so for you in Rhode Island or for anybody else out there that's kind of experiencing a challenge that uh, to know that there are there are numerous people out there and this is a really hard time for extroverts 
and this may, <laughs> this is a really hard time for people who are not out because they don't, they don't, they're not able to escape. But yeah, dads can be difficult. So can moms. But we're just here. We're here for you. So that is, I hope, hope that advice, if you want to call me, feel free to call me. Um, I'll be more than happy to, to talk with you. So yeah, just to kind of get you through this time. All right. Well, that's all the questions for today. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, everybody out there to know that we're, we're all going through this. So wash those hands. You know, this is a very historical time in our culture. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of people that are just, they're scared. There's people that are feeling lonely. It's really important just to check on people. Just send somebody a message that you haven't seen. Uh, You know, it's important. People need a connection now more than ever. So, you know, it's important that uh, the things that we do that... uh, just understand that there's somebody that's sitting on the other end of it. You know, especially when uh, somebody is saying something online. And uh, it could be easy to snap back at them. But to know that maybe they're just hurting, right? And uh, they're really, they're yelling at the situation. You know, so just to be, be careful, be cognizant, aware, wash those hands. Use that sanitizer. Do all those things. Uh, So the music that you heard at the beginning of the episode, and I'm going to play on the extra, is by DJ Chauncey D and uh, Van Hector, 53 Christopher Street. If uh, you would like to download that, it's available on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast or well maybe not podcast but where you download so again i just want to thank everybody for tuning in and sharing the good the good message of talk sacks with deck i have some previous episodes i know that i've been saying that i was going to air but i'm going to air them and um and uh you can listen to those uh yeah so you can listen to those and um yeah, and uh, some people that have uh, back long, long, long time ago that I did those episodes and they've just been archived, but I think they're time to come out of the closets. So again, you've been, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you've been listening to Talk Sex with Dick and we're going to play this extra of 53 Christopher Street and uh, it's a great song, so... All right, folks. Well, I will talk to you later. Until next time, just uh, love yourselves. Love those who are difficult to love. All right, well, I am signing out for today. And I will uh, talk to you later. Bye. I was impressed to take it down. The state of the world and the fact that
revealing Face extinction, beautiful concrete action I needed something more, something more than intervention I needed something more, something more than intervention